When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trader. It's hump day's eve. It is. It is hump day's eve and also the second day of the week, which Lori and Julia would say is the most productive day of the week. It's and, all downhill um, from here. It really is. But let's uh, get started on uh, the right foot. We got to get the Cobra gang together. Let's do it. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra gang. Okay. Can we talk about Wendy Williams? I mean, how can we not? Uh, I think it's necessary. For those of you who don't know, Wendy Williams has been in headlines, even though she has not been in headlines, meaning she's been down for the count since she left her eponymous show. Mm -hmm. Her eponymous show went bye-bye in the car car uh, to be replaced by Sherry Shepard. We'll talk about that in a minute, but we have some updates. And really, I think we need to unravel a bunch. Uh, it, it's like a, what do we call this? A hornet's nest? A snake's? A pile of snakes? There's, there's a lot of like narratives out there about Wendy Williams oh. and Sherry Shepard. And I feel like we need to do the actual stories justice. It's like this. It's like when you have a lot of necklaces and instead of hanging them mm. nicely one by one, you just throw them all in a drawer and then you go in to get your necklace out and, and it turns out they're all tangled and you can't figure out which one is which. And then you just throw it on and go to the party and be like, see, I meant to do that. Yeah, you're like, it's art. There are stories stories that are like, Wendy Williams and Sherry Shepard, the knives are out. Actually, you know what? There is a blind item about this that we never got to yesterday. Should we um, do the blind item? I think we should. Blinded by the item. Thank you, because I think that's a good way to kick off this. He said, she said story about Wendy Williams and Sherry Shepard and what it really means. Blind item from yesterday. It's war right now between the illiterate talk show host and her supposed replacement. Who are... Uh, who our talk show host thought was a friend. The knives are out. Isn't that how the replacement lost her last job? Oh, ooh. So what mm. is NT Lawyer suggesting here, Colin? Uh, that there is some sort of uh, battle royale going down between Sherry Shepard and Wendy Williams. And of course, Sherry Shepard who has taken the place of Wendy Williams on her eponymous show, which will now be Sherry Shepard's eponymous show. Sherry Shepard, of course, lost her spot on The View because they got all lady fighty. <laughs> they got all I'm lady just, fighty. I'm just that's, being a tabloid. Yeah, no, that's what the, you know, that's what the misogynistic tabloids would have you believe. Mm, get used to it. Get used to it. <laughs> um, so Wendy, here's how we're going to lay this out. Wendy Williams did an interview 
And that led to some talking. Mm-hmm. And then Sherry Shepard responded to that interview and did some talking. Mm. And then, of course, the media does what they do so well, and even the blind items, which is to pit the women against each other. So Wendy Williams, it all starts with an interview that she did with Fat Joe. Do you know Fat Joe? Not well. Okay, I don't no. know Fat I don't know Fat Joe either, but he has filled in on her show before he was one of the celebrity fill-ins. Okay. Um and he is a rapper and he I think was on with Remy Ma. Did I say that right? Are not you're not talking about Yeah, I think so. There's a Remy Ma and then there's a Rami Malik and they're not the same. No, Remy Malik is the actor. Yeah. But Remy Ma is the um She's also a rapper. And so I think those two have celebrity hosted. Anyway, so I didn't know Fat Joe and who he was, but he has also his own. Um, well, I don't know. I think he has a podcast that he's known for, but he went to Instagram with Wendy Williams and got her live. So you can watch. And, mm. you know, I have a clip of Sherry's response. We're not going to play it just yet. I could play clips of Wendy Williams' interview with Fat Joe or Fat Joe's interview with Wendy Williams. I don't want to do that. And here's why. Because it's going to be very obvious to you from the moment you listen that Wendy Williams is not on her A game. And I don't think, you know, I think there's some stuff, and I'm going to let Sherry Shepard say it better than anyone. But I think it's clear if you watch the interview that it's not going to do Wendy's side of the story any good. Wendy is still saying she's coming to TV. Okay. Like she's returning. Like she's going to be back in her purple chair in in September doing the thing. Now, logistically, that is not possible Mm -mm. according to the people over at Debmar Mercury, the production company. She doesn't have a show to come back to anymore. I mean, literally sources are talking to page six going, where's she going to go? It's done. Logistically, it's not going to work. Sherry has her time slots. But Wendy is saying she's coming back. And Fat Joe asks her a number of questions. Now, at one point, just to give you like an indication, Fat Joe is like, so can you just dispel the rumors about Alzheimer's or cognitive issues? I don't remember exactly how he put it, but he mentions Alzheimer's specifically. She never really addresses anything head on. She talks about her lymphedema in her legs. um, And then she shows a pillow that um, Joan Rivers gave her and says that that like, it's it's strange because somebody off camera hands her like a piece of clothing that was attached to a pillow. Mm-hmm. But at some point she's holding the pillow saying that Joan Rivers used to wear this. And it's just like, I don't know what's going on, but it's clear that she's not wanting to talk about the elephant in the room. She's going to deflect. She's deflecting yeah. with like all sorts of stuff. So that happened. So that's on one side. And then we have Sherry Shepard, who in her Instagram live over the weekend responded to a question. And we have a little bit of that. So if we could play the audio of Sherry Shepard responding to someone who asked her, like, did you see Wendy Williams interview with Fat Joe? Williams, her live with Fat Joe. Absolutely did. Um, And I (laughs) and I did watch that. She I did hear Wendy say she will not watch me on the new show. And that's okay. I, you know, I understand. I'm not mad at Wendy. It's, it's, she's going through a lot. I would say that everybody should be praying for Wendy right now. I'm very concerned. I'm really, truly concerned about her. Because I don't feel like there's anybody over there protecting her. And it's really hard when there's no protection around you. And you just have people hanging on. So, um, yeah. But I'm not, I'm not mad at Wendy because she won't watch my show. Uh, if you was worried about everybody that don't 
like you or not gonna watch you, you'd be, a, I already got a broken shoe. I can't take on no more stress. So. So she goes on and, that, and it answers another question that gets kind of like sidetracky and goes down like how she met Wendy and how they used to have a great relationship. But what I loved about this was like, because the media took what she said, what Sherry just said mm-hmm. there and was like, you know, Sherry says, basically making it that Sherry was going after Wendy. Like she's not well, something ain't right with her. Do you know, like, right. But what you hear when mm-hmm. you actually listen is like concern and care genuine concern and actually it reminds me of something else that has been very present in the narrative recently and that's the britney spears conversation right to say it's really hard when nobody's actually everybody's acting like they're on your side but nobody's actually on your side because what they're on the side of is your money your money your attention your your fame your fortune absolutely 100 percent. so what i heard in that sherry shepherd interview was someone who has care and concern but also no relationship and is so and she in her own right and thank god is like i'm not getting involved in this this is not my story Mm -hmm. i don't care if because in that interview with fat joe wendy's like i'm not watching that show you it's clear that Wendy thinks that her show was taken from her. Yes. And it would be easy to believe that then Wendy would think, or people have set it up for Wendy to believe that Sherry showed up and tried to steal. I don't even think she thinks that, but I, you can see where that, that narrative got out into the media. Right. Right. She clearly doesn't have, uh, she's clearly not been told all of the facts of how this all played out. Absolutely. And she's also, by the way, remember at the same time, for those of you who may have forgotten, I know Colleen has not forgotten this. Wendy Williams is also fighting to get money. She has no access to her funds right Mm now. Like she says in this interview with Fat Joe, Wendy Williams does, that she's got $2. Well, okay. can we just also then go back to what Sherry Shepard said, which was nobody's on her side and everybody wants her for something it starts to put that into some a different type of perspective because it seems as though some people have got access to that money. Wells Fargo has said, it's not going to be you. Yeah. And she clearly is being held from something for some reason. Now, whether or not that reason is valid, we can't know. But there is a reason. Yeah. And Sherry Shepard would have you believe there might be more than one. Yeah. And it sounds like there's more than one. It sounds like and and Sherry also goes on later to say, you know, she's only got her son around her. Her son's only 21. I mean, you cannot you cannot uh, or you can see why she might be out of her element. If there are things going on with her where she is not in control, she clearly doesn't have a team of people around her that have the experience. Or if the people who do have the experience maybe have the wrong motives, Mm -hmm. then it's easy to see again. You know, you've got a person who may be experiencing some stuff. It's clear just from like, again, you you can watch the Fat Joe interview. And I think there are people who are reaching out to people like Jason Lee, who is also the guy, by the way, that he's got a podcast YouTube channel. He was the one that interviewed Kanye. Remember that Kanye West interview? Yes, absolutely. Jason Lee is the one, if I'm remembering things correctly, that was with Wendy at the Met Gala after party. Okay. And so I feel like there are people in her circle who are trying to push her in front of media types to get the story, but they don't see that that's not helping right now. That's not what Wendy needs right now. And um, there there were some stories floating around about 
her at the after parties or at the one after party that she was at at the Met Gala, Mm -hmm. that she was not actually engaging with people, that she was sort of hanging out in a corner and she had a gatekeeper who was kind of actively trying to keep people away from her. So it's clear that that was about being seen. Yeah. And not necessarily engaged with. Which doesn't seem like that's Wendy's intention. Oof. So, again, I think Sherry Shepard said it better than anyone. We should be praying for Wendy Williams and and praying that there are better angels around her that are trying to make things um, do good for her. Yeah, that are yeah. trying to do right by her, because yeah. the evidence right now would lead us to believe that there's just a lot of there's a lot of questions. Well, there's a lot of questions, not a lot of answers. And her ex-husband being so closely involved in some stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we didn't oof, even get to any of that. We didn't get to that. But listen, we're paying attention. We don't know what a lot of it means, but I'm with Sherry Shepard. And I also, this is just one of those moments where I think I would look at anti lawyer and be like, I get what I think you're trying to say, but like you, I, I don't. That please don't pit two it, yeah. women together because. Uh-uh. We just need a, a button on our button bar now. Misogyny. Get used to it. We get don't need any it. men trying to make women fight each other that aren't actually fighting. Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're lovers, not fighters. We're going to hear all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Grant is going to bring it to us after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. the dirt straight from Hollywood. He's going to deliver it to us. Hey, Grant. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey. Oh, good. It's great. Well, I've got some dirty dancing news, you guys. Ooh, we my have, favorite kind. We have a sequel coming out. Now we have... Did you guys watch those previous sequels they did, the Havana Nights? No, I was Heck a purist, no. and I didn't want to watch it if it wasn't Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze. Okay. Which I know will not be possible in this one, but at least Jennifer Grey will be possible. Yeah, unless yes. they do some weird like Star Wars Ooh. stuff, which I hope they don't do. And Me too. Brad Let's go down that route then, because uh, we have, in fact, confirmed that Jennifer Grey will be involved. She's going to be in the movie and executive producing the movie. Um, But they have reached out to now the author is named Jonathan Levine, and he was the behind the movie comedy Long Shot and uh, 5050. Did you guys ever see that? Uh -uh. No, no. He has talked about how he wants to get Patrick Swayze involved in the movie. That's going to be tricky. Yeah, he's not with us any longer. He's on a different dimension. They have been in conversations with the Swayze estate to incorporate the actor's presence in some way. So, okay, well, I hope that that means that his presence will be in maybe artifacts and not in mm. some of those weird mm. holograms. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
No, I know you're. They're gonna do that. Are they gonna make? Are they gonna do a ghost version? It's not me doing it. I I don't want it. I know. I I know. I'm just saying they're doing like the Carrie Fisher Star Wars thing, which you know, to be fair, I don't have any reason to be fair, but um. I think this is just going to continue now that the technology gets better and better. I wish that there were some ethics (laughs) (laughs) because the reason why it was acceptable, I'll say for me at least with Carrie Fisher and same with Philip Seymour Hoffman in the, um, uh, in the hunger games franchise is that they, they passed away mid production and that, that was a big deal mm -hmm. and they'd already shot a lot of stuff. So they were able to use some of that. Wasn't that the case with, oh no, that whole sequence. That came, I think, yes and. I think it was yes, and then the next movie, they right. fully brought her back right. in a moment. But which, you know, like you get the emotional catharsis of that, and yeah. there will be a certain emotional catharsis, just to use that word multiple times, because there's lots of syllables, and we don't often get to do that on yeah. this show. Yeah. Uh, multiple catharsis. Congratulations. Nice job. Three times. Um. But emotional catharsis, not multiple catharsis. Mm -hmm. My point being, you can understand why filmmakers would like to do that, but it almost seems like a cheap shot or a cheap grab. Yeah. Right. Because people are just programmed to like lose it when they see, you know, people like Carrie Fisher and now Patrick Swayze show up on screen after, you know, they've left this earth. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. And it is kind of a cheap trick. Yeah. 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 Maybe they'll do it as like. um, But it's not cheap. A, a, a long lost son has his dance skills, or maybe they'll name the dance hall after his. See, that's cabinet. what I'm hoping. Need the estate's permission, permission for, for that. that. Yes, you're right. That's a character. They that's have to use Patrick his likeness. Sweezy. You're right. You're going to be using his likeness at some mm. point in time if they need his estate's right, approval. Well, so, right. we, but, at least we've got some time to work through those feelings. Yeah, tw- yeah, 2024 release is set, but this is one thing that may you know calm your nerves about the Patrick Swayze and changing things so much. Um, the director said, "I can't wait to collaborate with Jennifer to bring this beautiful story of the summer and romance and dancing to a generation of new fans, adding the long or and to the long time ones. I promise, I will not." ruin your childhood i hope that that is i will hold him to his work there we go right because the last because that movie is a personal favorite yes i haven't watched that in it is decades it's oh really you'll if you watch it it does not hold up in the same (laughs) way um but it is you will it'll tickle every single part of your nostalgia what year was that 90 Oh, the original eighty-seven. Yeah, eighty-seven. It was like middle school, high school, retro eighties. You know, so I mean, it was eighties. Looking back on a different time. Oof. (laughs) So, really quick, Grant, because she's not here, so we can talk about her. Holly can't stand that movie (laughs) because of the way that they incorporate modern music into an old story. I got you. Bothers her, and it's not that you can't do that. It's that at one point he puts the needle down on the record, (laughs) and the record plays a song from Um, like the eighties. The eighties. Yes. I can see Holly nitpicking oh, at that. Oh, she yeah. sure did. It's her least favorite <laughs> yeah. move. But yeah. let's admit, though, that soundtrack. So good. I know. Like, oh. you didn't care. No, I didn't care. So good. My mom was rocking that thing every day <laughs> to middle say school. say my mom. Well, <laughs> it was the case. It's the, it's, that How was my old is your mother? My mom is 71. Oh, okay. Wow, she was cool for her age then. Yeah, she's a cool woman. She was awesome. Well, you know what's really cool here is Harry Styles, you guys, is admitting that going to therapy has helped him out and made him feel more alive than ever. Now, this is huge because I battled this myself. I have talked to to myself a lot. I talk Mm -hmm. to other people about my problems, sometimes too much, and I (laughs) wish... 
I had the guts to go to therapy. So to read this article and find this, he was obviously, you guys saw him on the cover of Better Homes and Gardens a couple weeks ago. Better Which Homes. I just love. The cover, the cover of Better Homes and Gardens I mean, with we've Harry come a long Styles. Way. I love yes, it. Yeah, so this is where this interview came from. And he said in this interview that, um, you know, he had previously thought about going to therapy, but he had thought that that meant you were broken. And so it kept him away from it. And he didn't want anyone to think that he needed it, right? But uh-huh. then he said that he eventually took the plunge and went. And now it is the best thing that ever helped him it's helped him battle his mental Ill health issues mm-hmm. obstacles and it's just he's coming out and saying this and i think that a lot of not just men but yes in particular men for myself who are afraid to tell people like hey i need someone to talk to mm-hmm. and a guy like harry styles who's wearing dresses you know paving the way for mm-hmm. how you know we can be better people yeah and i just like that he's sending this message I, listen i am i i can i never grow tired of hearing the message Therapy is a wonderful, wonderful tool. It is a gift you give yourself, and there should be no shame in it at all. Oh, absolutely, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So I'm all for this. Thank you, Harry Styles. Thank we you, Harry. see you. And, you know, we're getting short on, the cover of short on time here, and I know you're going to talk about this later. Yeah. But Dolly Parton, a little tease here, is set to star in a musical about Taco Bell with Doja Cat, and she's a big fan of the Mexican pizza, and she wants it back. I'm it? so confused. It's a lot. I know that it's going to become clearer later when Bradley and I talk about yes. it. Thank you, Grant, for all the clarity you brought. And when we come back, we're going to solve some pop culture mysteries. Donna's going to help us in a little segment. We call it Blinded by the item. Stay tuned for that after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, we love to solve those pop culture mysteries on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And our friend Donna Valentine has entered the chat because she's going to help us solve these pop culture mysteries that we do in the form of blind items in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Hi, Donna. All Hi, right. Guys. These blind items come from our good friend, Enti Lawyer, who is the uh, author of Crazy Days and Nights. You guys fill in the blanks. Tell me who you think I'm talking about. All right. Today, I got to make sure I'm on the right day. The streaming service usually throws out huge numbers for production budgets for easy laundering. Mm-hmm. However, in the case of this illiterate foreign born actor and his project, the publicist said they spent a certain amount of money for the travesty, but <laughs> actually spent about double that, Oof. and it was the worst miss of the year for them. Oh. Sounds like Colleen knows what's happening. Well, I know the Netflix piece. Okay, that's what I have down, too. Yeah. So, okay, so now we have to get to the illiterate one where they said that they sent spent a certain amount. It was a total flop, and they'd actually spent, like, way, 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 way more. Yes. Am I right? Yep. Okay. Yep. So, illiterate... And was this person an actor or were illiterate they... for illiterate illiterate, illiterate foreign born actor and his project? Okay. And what um what kind of grade level are we giving? Oh, that's a good question. Actor? I would say he's a former A list actor. Okay. 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 Former A list actor. actor or at least illiterate B minus A minus B foreign B plus. Born. Foreign born Benjamin Bratt. He's not foreign born. No, we have talked about this movie being a flop on Netflix. I think probably last week or the week before. Is this movie long done? No, no, this is recent. Well, I don't know if it was a movie or a, it was a project. I think it, it was a series. Oh, mm. okay. That changes I everything. I, you know what I was thinking of? That movie with the large ensemble of... 
people in Egypt. It's a mini series. Mm. I see. I don't even know what you're talking about, Donna, but I'm intrigued. You know, it was like, remember the one with everybody on the train? It was like an Agatha oh, Christie yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 it, yeah, yeah. Death like on the that. Nile. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Not that. Uh, Focus on the illiterate foreign born, and I'm going to give you a hint comedy actor. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. It's tickling. I feel it tickling a certain place. In my oh. brain. Is it an... Is it a... No? Okay. We're just trying letter, we're just trying letter sounds. Yeah, no, so it's an actor-director. Foreign-born. He's done directing, acting, making uh, movies. Some of our funniest favorite movies of all time. Okay, so I'm, I'm thinking of Will Ferrell, Adam Sandler. He got his start on a TV show. Yep. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's just talk this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's real funny. Actor. And he's foreign-born comedy actor, a literate funny TV show. How yep. about the guy? Nope, that's I was going to say Ricky Gervais, but that doesn't work. I know. Um, okay, mm. give us a first letter. Give Is us he a letter. from Canada? Yeah, Canada. Yeah, he's from Canada. Okay, so yep. we've got Jim so I'm favorite funny show of all time. Yeah, it's a weekly show, Saturday Night Live. Mike Myers, Mike Myers, that's oh, right. Oh, nice. Veradicate, nice. pontificate. Yes. The Veradimus. Uh, Pentaparate. That's it. Yes. That's the one. All right, so Netflix usually throws out huge numbers for production budgets for easy laundering. However, in the case of Mike Myers and the Pentaverate, they publicly said they spent a certain amount of money on the project, but it actually was about double that, and it was the worst miss of the year for them. No. Ooh. Ooh. That ain't good. That's nope. not good. New. Also, what the big budget? Because he played like most of the roles. What? What did yeah, they need all that money though. for? Yeah, they had pay. They had to pay, pay each him. character. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for if he was smart, <laughs> right? Hmm. Hmm. All right, let's. Uh... All right, here's another juicy bit of gossip. It looks like the family of this A-list actor, not Tom Cruise, who stars in one of the biggest franchises of all times, is circling the wagons around the mother-in-law of the actor. The mother-in-law and her cult are about to be exposed in a very big way, but the embracing of her, but they are embracing her and her beliefs. Mm. Holy. It's a mother-in-law. The mother-in-law of an A-list actor of an A-list actor, not Tom Cruise, because it's it's not uh, Tom Cruise. Is it, is it Scientology though? No, uh, and it's, uh, to be fair, one I've never heard of okay, before. Because okay, okay, okay. I read this and I was like, "Wow, I did not know." So, so the family's trying to get in on something with the A-list actor, and who, I would say, oh, I almost you know, no, never mind. What did you just say, Donna? So it's an A-list actor who's part of a big franchise. Yes. And then his mother-in-law. One of the those movies just came out. Okay. But oh I don't know God. that we're These necessarily. Are really Is it like difficult. a Fast and Furious experience? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. All right. So it's not Vin Diesel. No. <laughs> and a cult. But I don't think we should focus on the cult, okay. Donna, only because no, I don't you're think gonna we're going to know. The cult. Okay. But we do know the actor who's in an, a bunch of action movies. Not Are they action movies? Yeah. Action franchise. I would say, I would call these superhero movies. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Hugh well. Jackman. No. Okay. Think of uh, 
British. I'm gonna. Yeah. He's a British actor. Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh yes. Oh Colleen. Yes. Doctor Strange. And he's married. Oh, and he's married. And he is married. He's not always um, very. People have there are rumors about him with his wife. Because he doesn't seem to always be pay attention to her, mm. but I can't remember who he's married to. But she's famous too. A lovely uh, lady. I don't know her, but I will tell you. Do you? Uh, well, I don't think you're going to get the rest of this. Yeah, so should I just fill right. it yes, in, please? Okay. Um, let me get the names here because I don't actually know these people. So it looks like the family of Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, who stars in, you know, Dr. Strange is circling the wagons around his mother-in-law and the mother-in-law in this case is Cynthia May. And apparently this cult that they're in, which is about to be exposed is called Odyssey. Hmm. Have we heard of this, like the Odyssey? No, but now I'm going to need to dig. Study cult or study group. Wow, that's how it all starts. Ex-members of the Odyssey study group paid $400 a month to serve as assistants, cooks, and drivers. This is from a headline in the Daily Mail. Hmm. And according to one of the commenters on crazydaysandnights.net, this uh, is about to be all sort of laid out. Wow. In Manhattan cult story, my unbelievable true story of sex crimes, chaos and survival. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm oh, interested wow. in this now. Yeah. This thing has this like is a Nexium Cynthia May's vibe. ex-husband. So yes. basically the father-in-law wrote the book. Okay. So we're okay. all going to learn about this. Yay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Ooh, another I like cult it. to pay attention to. Let's uh, pay attention to another blind item. Blinded by the item. Okay, I want to do a last one. The significant other of the permanent A-list singer. Mm-hmm. This is actually a confirmed blind item with some updates. Ooh. The significant other of the permanent A-list singer is trying to negotiate a deal where he gets paid a million dollars annually. And if they split, we'll get another $1 million annually in support and another $1 million per year for child support. Mm-hmm. You know this. Donna. Okay, so are we looking for the significant other of the permanent A-list and, the, and that singer? Yep. Is that singer in quotes? Yes. Oh. And what so, he means by that is she's not good. Okay, Britney Spears. There it is. Okay. And her significant other Which slash is, fiance. Yeah, what's his name? Sam, Sam Asgari. Fun. Yeah, so, but there's an update. So this is confirmed Ooh, okay. that uh, Sam Asgari is trying to negotiate a deal where he gets paid a million dollars annually if they split, and then he'll get another million dollars annually in support, and then another million dollars per year for child support. According to NT Lawyers, since his blind item, there were other reports that he's trying to get bonuses after every five years yeah. together. This has always oh been God. about money, always. So whether it works or doesn't work, he's getting paid. That's sad. Well, it's super duper sad, and it's super duper sad when you consider what she's just gotten out of Mm-hmm. And all the people preying on her money right. and what she's now getting herself into. And she thinks the same thing all over yeah, again. Yeah. And she, she doesn't thinks even see that it. He's got good intentions. Oh, God. It's heartbreaking. I, I don't like it. My heart like hurts. Do you have a quickie or no? No. Sorry. All right. Fine. I mean, okay. these, were, these were tough. At I, least two thirds of them were. Yeah. Thank you. But that's good. We like to work our brain. Yes, we yeah. do. And Donna, thank you for uh, agreeing to come in to our space and work your brain with us. You are welcome. And we will see you tomorrow. Good day. Thank you. All Bye. right. When we come back.
on the Colleen and Bradley show. There is a new publicationship sucking face on the streets of New York City. Who is it? And who's she sucking face with? I think that's the question. And mm-hmm. why? We'll get to all of that, answer all of those questions and more after this on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, y'all, there is a new publicationship that is sucking face. Who is it? Well, we're going to tell you on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And more importantly, we're going to try to understand why. Yeah. So, do you. Uh, what if I said the, the name Wolms to you? Do you know who that is? Well, I know what Volms was. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't that sound familiar? It does. What was Volms? That was Emilio Vitolo Jr. and Katie Holmes. Well, now Katie Holmes is in a publationship. We're calling Wolms because, because she's with that Wooster Jr. guy. Close, Bobby Wooten the third. <laughs> Wooten the third. Uh, she went from a junior to a third. Yeah, she did. She's working her way up. And exclusive, Katie Holmes, forty-three, plants a passionate kiss on her new boyfriend, Bobby Wooten the third, thirty-three, during a lunch date in New York City. Wait, doesn't that sound familiar? Yeah, absolutely. Because swap out the man. She did the same kind of stuff all oh, the time. Don't even swap out the man. Last week, I'm pretty sure, we did the very same story where she was out in That's New York true. City in Central Park making out slash holding That's hands right. with Mr. Bobby Wooten III. Yes. This is now like the second time in as many weeks that Katie Holmes appears to be very in love with her new boyfriend as they walk and uh, bike ride through New York City. So on Sunday... Um, wh- something else you are not drawing attention to. Which is? While wearing essentially coordinating outfits. Yeah, I mean, they're Again. certainly not contrasting uh, outfits, but they, they look great together, which is a signature move of Katie Holmes because her uh, her signature move in tabloids when she's not doing publicationship paparazzi strolls is to be out and about in the latest fashion because mm-hmm. she likes fashion. Anyway, so again, in as many times in the... Uh, Deep breath. Twice... In as many weeks, yeah. Katie Holmes has appeared holding hands and making out with her new boyfriend. Now, I know a lot of people would say, she's just living her life, man, and she's in a new relationship. What's the big deal? She's just living her life, man. She's in a new relationship. What's the big deal? Uh, am I drunk? I don't know. <laughs> the uh, um, Well, it's because it's a publationship. Now, what do we say? A publicationship is coming. That is a relationship for the purposes of publicity. It is meant to get you the ever, ever important attention. So why do we think then, if we, if if we're saying that Katie Holmes is again in another publicationship with a person who she's out and about in New York City kissing and holding hands, you don't have to take our word for it. I was reading a piece over in the cut that was like, public makeout artist Katie Holmes is at it again, mm-hmm. and and there she was. So like other people see this move. Mm-hmm. So if we're saying that this is a signature Katie Holmes move, then um, 
what are we to make of this? Meaning, publicationship is for attention. What kind of attention, what benefit could this be serving both Katie Holmes right. and or Mr. Wooten? You know, I have such a hard time with this. And I, I'm going to give you a one reason Maybe not why, but something that counters this a little bit. But um, my one thing is that what else does she have, right? She's not working on any movie projects that I know of, and certainly none that are attached to the stories, at least in headlines. Um, It is simply that she's out living a life in a city with a person, right? So I don't understand what it is, because typically a publicationship is promoting something specific. Um, and I don't know what it is on her behalf that she's trying to promote. I do know he's a musician. He's worked on Broadway shows. I don't know if he's trying to get a bump or something like that. Um, and maybe, I don't know. Listen, oof. Okay, I'm here. I just had a thought, and I don't know if I like it. What's their thought? Well, I wonder if, you know, she doesn't have any projects going. She is definitely somebody who is photographed when she's out and about a lot. We already were through a publicationship with her with a guy who wanted to use the publicationship for himself. I'm wondering if there is the business arrangement isn't the same as it is with most publicationships. I wonder if there isn't some sort of money changing hands. Oh, you think it's like pay for play? Maybe. I mean, that's certainly somebody would have that theory and you just did. So it's out there. I, I don't think it's, you know, that's not a theory we haven't heard before. I'm just workshopping. It. Yeah, no, I'm totally here for it. I will say, you know, he most recently, if you go through the Daily Mail piece, and again, these paparazzi strolls, for those of you who have not seen them, it's like Katie Holmes walking down the street. It is clear that she is fully aware that there are paparazzi mm-hmm. following her and is hamming it up for the camera. What I mean by that is always smiling, always laughing, giving them great shots. It's not like, you know, our weird in between face paparazzi strolls that you see most. Like when you can tell when a celebrity doesn't want to be seen because of the nature of they're just like, like you and I would be if Mm -hmm. somebody like followed us with a camera on Mm -hmm. our walk down the street. Mm -hmm. But she is a consummate actress and played the part of Tom Cruise's wife for many years, so is fully aware of how to deal with the media. Right. And these paparazzi strolls, she's like always aware of the camera, if not looking directly into it. Mm-hmm. And or if, definitely situating herself in a way where she's fully visible. And fashion coordinated yep. and um doing things outside. Mm-hmm. Because again, you can make out with people all day long. Yeah. And if you're a celebrity and you know people are looking for you. Mm-hmm you would maybe not give them everything they Mm -hmm. wanted. So this just becomes clear that that's what she's doing. Well, then, if you notice also that he, uh, he, by that I mean Mr. Wooten, her new paramour, um, recently played bass for Carly Rae Jepsen at Coachella. Okay. And he's also known for playing bass in the Talking Heads Mm -hmm. Broadway show, or Mm -hmm. David Burns Broadway show, American Utopia, uh, which apparently he was... Or that was also the subject of a Spike Lee documentary for HBO Max. He seems like the kind of person who is on the up and up. Yep. And it wouldn't surprise me that he would be completely on board for this kind of attention. Because, mm-hmm. again, we're now learning about him in a way that maybe we hadn't been that exactly. aware of. Exactly. Right? And this is, you know, I mean, this is sort of a replica of her last relationship. But the thing I was going to say that was going to, like, blow it all a different way 
is that remember the relationship she was in before Emilio Vitolo Jr.? It was Jamie Foxx. Yeah. And remember, they went to great pains to keep it very secret. Yeah. For a very long time. And then when they were ready to share it, they did a paparazzi stroll on a beach. And then it was very short-lived after that. Yeah. So it's interesting to me that now she's sort of abandoned that. I also think there's something to the fact that she wasn't supposed to have any, allegedly, according to what we think the um, conditions of her divorce were. We weren't supposed, she wasn't supposed to have any kind of public relationship for 10 years or something or after their divorce. And wasn't Emilio like after that? Uh, The tail end of that timeline was, or right after that timeline timed out was Jamie Foxx. Then they broke up pretty quickly. And so part of me wonders if this isn't also an effort of rehabbing her career in the oh. sense that now she can now she can have oh for so sure so it's like that career rehab plus a little bit of a middle finger to Tom I was like, Cruise. Why are you flipping me off? I wasn't flipping you off. That was Tom Cruise. I was flipping off. Um, I know it's confusing. Uh, <laughs> yes, I think that's very very that all makes total sense. So, like I said, it's all I'm. It's all just washing over me. I'm working through it. Okay, well, as it comes. I like to see this theory flourish. Yeah. Yeah, but no doubt these paparazzi strolls are continuing. Yeah, so um, be on the lookout. Yeah, they will be with us for the near future. I do wonder what it looks like when you're just a human being who's just you know walking in New York City, and you see somebody doing a paparazzi stroll like this. If it just looks so out of place, or if you like walk like obnoxious. if you walked in front of them and you're like, like right. you look, where's the camera? Because right. I feel like are we on? What's going on? Here? Because she's totally performing. Hamming it up. Yeah. It's unbelievable. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, here's the question. What are you most excited about with this nice weather? 651-641-1071. We are going to celebrate it because let me tell you what, Minnesotans, we have had our turn to complain. What are you excited about? 